nobody talk about our love tonight yeah. And I pray say me nobody quench this fire yeah. Say so many things that I wish tonight yeah. And I want to know if you want to wait till the morning She say yes to me She tell me say she no go lie to me She tell me say she no go shy cause me She tell me say she no go shy cause me oh, Money, let nobody toss you out Save the money, they my mind But my love for you fast, this life Oh, whoa, whoa, why not till morning? No, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa Yeah Yes, I love Wizkid And I feel like this album is getting so much love Lately Welcome, you all. It's another amazing, fantastic, beautiful episode of Cross Cultured I'm Damio, and I am joined here today with Jeremy. <laughs> Keep this simple, Jeremy. Everybody be trying to bring their rap names oh, to the pie, like my alter ego. Y'all, I'm here with Jeremy, and this is another amazing episode of Cross Culture. Now, y'all know how we like to give it up. We like to start with Okay, so the first hot topic that we're going to start with today, um, it's actually very somber. This has been a very rough week for black America. Um, and specifically black America, you know, America in itself, but more so us. We have seen so many cases of police brutality this week, um, starting from Chicago hometown. 13-year-old Adam Toledo was killed by CPD, um, and the video was released yesterday of where you see a 13-year-old, a baby, a child with his hands up, and the police officer shoots him in the chest. Um, he's from the Little Village area, and we want to send our condolences to his family. Move along um, a little bit further in the Midwest. We go back to Minnesota in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Um, Kim Porter, I believe is the police officer's name, killed Dante Wright. Dante Wright was a 20-year-old African-American man who was pulled over for a traffic stop because he had air fresheners hanging from his uh, rearview mirror, where they pulled him over and said he had a warrant for his arrest. Before you know it, she pulls out a gun and shoots him, even though she claimed she meant for it to be the um, taser. And then this is off the heels of, the, of us seeing the, the um, was it, lieutenant in Virginia being pulled over and maced for no reason. So it, it just is kind of, it's a lot. It's been a very heavy week for black America, you know, coming off DMX dying, coming off all of this stuff. So um, we would be remiss if we didn't take the time to acknowledge these people, to say their name, to wish them um, a peaceful rest in the afterlife. Um, but I ain't going to lie to y'all. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about this today because it's, it's just a lot. It really is. And I'm not trying to engage in black trauma today. So rest in peace to those families, uh, to those people. Prayer to those families. Condolences. Say their name. Black Lives Matter. Defund the police. All that. That was a beautiful way to put it. I mean, I try not to be so insensitive, but just studying these cases and um – just paying attention for so long, it's just like now it's kind of tiring. Uh, I mean, I already lost faith in the justice system a long time ago. But at the same time, I just don't want to get too insensitive. But, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot. It's of trauma. a lot. Mind a lot you, the, the Derek Chauvin trials are going on right now. It's just a lot. It's 
very much a lot. So, um, everybody, if you are black, we got your back. Indeed. But let's move on to something a little bit more messy, a little bit more upbeat. Let's talk about the game. So, the game, one of our favorite internet clowns, actually made a tweet that... um, a lot of women agree with. So the game, Jason, made a tweet that said, maybe I'm old school, but my woman ain't paying one damn bill. Not rent, not mortgage, not a car note, not nails, hair, clothes, phone, or groceries. If you're taking care of home, cooking, and fucking the shit out of me, life on me, burr. Well, he didn't say burr. He said period, but burr. Y'all got to add y'all. A little spice to it. What you think about this? Do you agree? Disagree? You know, first of all, it's just funny because we've all kind of decided the game was lame, right? (laughs) But for some reason, women like to conveniently support when they Mm -hmm. finally get something, like finally get a trinket of uh, the masculinity that they like, you Mm -hmm. know? So the game is a clown, right? Mm. So it was... So the game tweet, but it was also uh, you know, G Herbo talking about like going fifty fifty things. Like oh that. yeah. Um, I don't like taking advice from rich people because Facts. rich people live different lives. These Facts. same rappers, if you look at any old interview or even now, when they was coming up, they had a girl for this, they had mm-hmm. a girl for that, they had a girl for that because they weren't the man that they were trying to be. Exactly. Now they've reached a level of success where they don't need a woman to. And not to say all men that's coming up need a woman to help them, but I'm just saying, like... But they definitely had women holding them down, and it wasn't, no, oh, I can't pay you. Like, now you talking that talk because you can afford it. Exactly, and that's that's pretty much it. You're rich. I'll be very honest, and I tweeted it. Um, I just feel like this type of conversation shouldn't be had unless y'all married. And that's just that on that. Because I think that too often people put this stuff out there and it, it gets like convoluted with like, if you're the man in my life, and it's like, I'm going to tell y'all straight up, if you are shacking up, like you moved in with your nigga and y'all not married, y'all not engaged, baby, that's your roommate. Yep. Y'all still on 50-50. <laughs> it's it's still on 50-50 oh time. God, like, yes. Because it's like, that. I think those type of conversations should be saved for when two becomes one. When you are husband and wife. Then y'all can start talking about that. But quite frankly, I'll say this. For me personally, even when I'm married, I wouldn't leave my husband with all the financial responsibility. Because that's mm-hmm. selfish. Like, we're, we're a family. And we all live in America. We know how much it costs to live in America. Like... Mm-hmm. You know, yes, you could pay the rent and the majority of the bills. I can handle utilities and maybe groceries. And then we could keep it like that and keep it cute. And I do like when you spoil me. So, yes, pay for my nails and hair if you, you know, do that for me too. But I wouldn't let my husband pay everything unless he was filthy rich. Then you could pay everything. Like when me and Drake make it official, Drake for sure will pay for everything. And that makes sense. I mean... You're, you're, you're compromising. You, you, you still meeting halfway because yeah. you're willing to do something. You, you, yeah, you're willing to do something. So like, I yeah. feel like that's even something that a lot of men can, can get with, but yeah. Cause we can't deduce it to like, Oh, if she's fucking me good, like, I'm sorry, you a grown man. You shouldn't be talking like that at right. your age, especially after you had your little sexual assault claim, you shouldn't be talking Sex. about nobody doing nothing for a sex exchange. None of that. Like, and you know what? What was so funny about these guys too is that they be habitual cheaters. Habitual so, cheaters. Mm-hmm. Like so so what are you saying? Like 
what do you have to do to keep the relationship going? Yeah. This girl doesn't get any more loyalty um, just because you may pay 100% of everything. I mean, a exactly. lot of times this is a situation where you're, you're really trying to control her. You're trying to have her um, have a financial burden pretty much. So when it's time to leave, she really can't. She has no means. Exactly. And it, it, it takes you back to the old school where women didn't have certain opportunities, mm-hmm. couldn't own homes, couldn't have a bank account. Couldn't get these jobs. So it made more sense for them to have more domestic lifestyles. Exactly. Now, especially in a black community or like, you know, black diaspora, mm-hmm. these women are educated. These women, women have opportunities. So you're probably doing better than an average male, but, you know, but I just wonder, I just wonder in these situations, where is your money going? Is it going into a, a 401k are you like as the woman children? yeah because and that's the thing because i think that a lot in a lot of these situations as you said a lot of these women who ha- who tend to rely on a man to pay for everything don't have nothing else like the, what they are is the trophy wife or whatever and like i think that oftentimes too when you talk to older women you talk to our grandmothers our mothers and ask them about those times where men were doing everything they don't necessarily sound happy it's not like let's be honest when these men are taking care of everything it's not like every man from 1960 was a big time drug dealer making 100,000 and you was lavish like my nigga you was just paying the the bare minimum bills like we was still living in poverty so let's just be factual like you paying everything but we still broke off your income so I think that that's a false narrative they gotta stop he pandering cause everybody know he a clown he trying to look exactly good. lame like just lame man I, you cannot trust rich men like they're just goofies goofies just be saying anything on the internet Speaking of people that we cannot trust, so um, mm. you all know that Black Lives Matter has been a um, advocacy group and activist group since about 2014. I think they kind of um, rose when Mike Brown was killed mm. in Missouri. So that's when we started really hearing Black Lives Matter and everything. So they are a legit group. It's not just a hashtag. There is a group. But on social media, um, it has come out that the head of the New York City Black Lives Matter chapter calls for an investigation on the organization's co-founder after she spent $3 million on four homes. They are saying that Patrice Khan Colliers um, has spent $3.2 million and people don't understand how she is making that much money. He says, if you go around calling yourself a socialist, you have to ask how much of her own personal money is going to charitable causes. So then he also added, it's really sad because it makes people doubt the validity of the movement and overlook the fact that it's the people that carry the movement. So this, this has been honestly a, a really uh, controversial topic, maybe not specifically with her all the time, but it is something that gets talked about, right? Like this era of social media activists and like activists being famous, right? Like my personal most fa- favorite to hate activist is D-Ray McKesson. I cannot stand that nigga. Oh, yeah. I cannot stand uh, D-Ray. The best guy. You know, the, yes, the best <laughs> guy. And I worked with him in Baltimore. Oh, wow. I cannot stand that nigga. Like, he literally don't know what the hell he talking about. He don't do shit for anybody but walk around in that blue vest. Like, his, his claim to fame is being photographed in that damn vest while he was protesting. That's like wearing a bright shirt and then they just see yeah. you and take a picture. And now I'm an activist. It's me. Like, that's it. So I do think there is something to be said about the, the, the era of social media activism that we're in. So when I first started studying African-American studies, one of my favorite uh, 
topics for civil rights because mm-hmm. you know you got black people fighting back. Love it, love it, <laughs> love it. Get them, get them, folks. But um, what I did realize is that a lot of activists did go out really bad. You know right. what I'm saying? Whether you look at Huey P. Newton mm. or you just look at the fact that a lot of these activists like had real big financial issues because mm-hmm. of the sacrifice they made. Right. In that situation, I do feel like the community needs to, um, I mean, we're already donating things like that, but we mm-hmm. do need to make sure that they're not just losing everything trying mm-hmm. to help us because it's going to affect us. However, um, yeah, having socialist practices, but you have all of these capitalist trinkets and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I just—is this supposed to be their career? Because that's always my question. Like when I think of activism, I think of that being like a passion project. You know, like is it supposed to be like what's your job, activist? But I don't want to—I don't want to offend anybody when I say this, but I feel like they kind of like the new pastors. The no, but that's that that's that the that's the fact though. That's the same yeah. thing as like the mega churches, yeah. right? Like, is that Selling supposed hope. to be your actual profession? Like, because mm-hmm. when I was coming up, you was like the pastor of the church, but you was like a nurse from nine to five. But you know, you was the pastor. Though. Oh, see, I didn't even really know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. that's just how I knew people. Like, they had re- they had jobs. I don't want to say real jobs. Yeah, but they had a, they had jobs a, outside of like you know the clergy like they mm-hmm. was doing stuff like they was yeah, some service in the community was at an actual like obligation. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like, you know, even when, when you look at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he was a pastor, you know, um, Fred Hampton was a student, technically, yeah. you know, just people had outside things. And the fight for the cause was just that the fight for the cause. I think now there is an expectation to be to be like profitable off of this. Like yeah. we're supposed to know you. We're supposed to donate to you. We're supposed to buy all of your shit. Now you're writing books and doing during tours and speaking yeah. at schools. And it's supposed to be off of this. But like when um, Tamira Rice's mom came out and spoke against Tamika Mallory. Right. Mm-hmm. And she said like, for you all to be sitting here saying our children's names and using this and continuing this to prolong this cause, but we sitting here can't even do things that we want to do. We can't even fight the fight that we want to fight. And for y'all to have no investment in that, it does make me wonder. Like, so then what are y'all doing with BLM, BLM donations? Like, where does it go if not to these people? But that's what I was just about to say. I mean, you can at least see what a Black Panther's money was going. Was going to. You know, after school programs, uh, before school uh you know, breakfast and lunches, yeah. things like that. Where is this money going with Black Lives Matter? I Mansions? cannot. Exa- like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like people get, like, it's so many different funds and foundations. Because, like, even if they bail people out, I thought that's what the um the, the Project Bailout Fund yeah. was for. And it's just kind of, I don't know where all this money is going to. I didn't even know that it was people who day jobs is. I'm the organization leader of BLM. Like, I didn't know that they have created it to be such a thing. Whereas, like, you can buy a $3 million house. And you're also creating so much merchandise to where mm. that's more money. Exactly. So, so it does make, it makes me wonder, because I'm, I'm just thinking of, like, the cause now versus the cause then. And that's why I'm being irritated with people, because I'm like, do y'all even know what y'all are protesting? Do y'all even know what protest is? It's not just marching in the streets. It's really not just making noise and looting and stuff. It's about picking a cause and moving towards it. And it's also the sacrifice. That's the part that people forget. Like you have to make personal sacrifices, whether you shop here, you shop there, or 
you choose like even what media you watch. For real, for real. You know, real. you want to support you, like real, if you real. watching Fox News all the time, I mean, you you you're a, you're a viewer, you a viewer. Yeah. So it personal sacrifice is like personal sacrifice. Yeah, like, I, I think, can't stress that enough. Yeah, we really got to got to see what's going on with these people and how they're doing it. I I really wonder how they going, you know, continue to talk about how much she makes. But the real question is, is she getting paid in Usher bucks or not? Oh, my God. That's, that's the real wow. question. Is she getting paid wow. in Usher bucks? Yeah, or bucks. I like the yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bucks was, was it. That yeah, was bucks it. sound better. Yeah, bucks. So y'all don't know what we talking about. This week, Usher Raymond got called out by a stripper for um, reportedly only paying her in these Usher bucks, which are money. He had ones, tens, twenties, and hundreds, like yeah, legit I money. I thought it was just hundreds. Yeah, but he had like all type of currency printed with his face on it. Um, and you know, first of all, you a dumb stripper if you really took that shit to the bank and you said, "Hey, can I change these right. Ursberks for some real money?" Right. Like you should have knew this was props. Like yeah. I would have never took that nowhere and been embarrassed. But social media was on Usher's ass. Yeah. For having these Ush Bucks. Uh, comes out, he said that it was just promotional, that he did spend money at the strip club mm-hmm. and whatever. But I do think it's something to be said about, like, um, people were saying how, like, these side hoes and these strippers got too much of a voice now. Yeah, no, that is super facts. And and that's just so, that's the power of social media in general, mm-hmm. giving any anybody a voice, you know. Um, but when I heard the story, I was like, okay, you know, don't they sweep up the money at some point of the night? Like, anyway. just to look at... That's why, like, it was hard for me to believe. I'm like, he dropping a new album or something. Exactly. Man, I can't be that crazy. Right, you like, us are not stupid. So, you know, and he from Atlanta, so I'm like... Mm. But it was, a, um, it was a TikTok that came out from this one stripper where she named a bunch of celebrities that don't tip in the strip club. She named Meek Mill, Scott Disick... Who else was on there? French Montana. Like, they be in the strip club just standing there. Like, they well, do not, not throw tipping money. and then creating yeah bucks. <laughs> that, I mean, that took time. See, that's the thing. It would be different if you, I mean, I don't even know. Like, you, bro, you literally just created, you, you spent money to make money yeah. with your face. Like, it's not like it's, you just, you know, went and, and decided to be cheap. You had to spend money. To pull this stuff off. Quite frankly, I don't know if that was... It, like, was this the marketing? Like, was the marketing to... I'm going to just drop it in a strip club. Some stripper going to say something. It's going to go up. Or like... Because he said it was for his residency in Vegas. But I'm like... Then shouldn't you have just like maybe... I don't know. Walked around with sign Ush. But I don't know. Something other than really throwing the money in the strip club. Like... I mean... I, hey, it was smart. We, we talking about it. Everybody true. talking about it. I true. mean, that was so funny. Like... True. I'm t- I, I got so many DMs about that situation. Oh, you know, next time I, I pay the plug. <laughs> hey, hot topic. Hot, hot topic. Usher. But you know what else was the trending topic? My segues be so funny to me. But um, <laughs> um, so another trending topic this week was Kid Cudi. So Kid Cudi was on SNL um last week. And on SNL, he decided to do his performance in a white floral dress it's an a-line ladies it's like really cinched at the waist you know does one of those and he says that it was created by off-white you know virgil and them in homage to kurt cobain um you know of course he had a lot of backlash on social media a lot of people started saying that this is part of the agenda to emasculate black men and so on and so forth so i am gonna ask you as a black man do you feel emasculated 
by Cuddy wearing his dress. Well, um, I was aware of his explanation. I, I mean, I was repulsed when I saw it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I was repulsed not when I saw repulsed. it. Not repulsed. Yeah, I think that was the perfect word Damn. for it. Repulsed. Only because just a legacy of black men in dresses. You mm. know, obviously his intention was his intention, mm-hmm. but I can't ignore the legacy. And, the I, and, legacy? I, and that was it. Well, just like, you know, them having to almost make a lot of black male entertainers wear a dress to even really have careers. Like, really? Just, yeah, well, at least that's what some black men some black men have said working in the industry like really? if you don't do this i mean look at look at all the big ones martin lawrence jamie fox with wanda oh um, you saying when they when they be in imitating women yeah <laughs> uh, i mean it's wearing a dress so i mean i don't know if the dude's just salty but they forced a lot of black men to do a lot of things. Whether you it's think Martin dress was forced or, to do Shanae and Jamie? Fox? No, 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 no. Because at the end of the day, I mean, like, I mimic my mom all the time. Yeah. I don't need to wear a wig and a dress for it. <laughs> See, that's another problem. But no, I, used I to think, have a vine too. I think that I think that you know, in all honesty, that's a black that that's a a black male issue in a way like i think that a lot of black men male comedians think the funniest mm. thing to do is to emulate black women but like in this case True. kid cuddy wasn't doing that i think that he was just trying to be outrageous like that's just another thing like i think that a lot of time when when some of these men call themselves trying to get attention or do something the easiest thing for them to do is to quote unquote deviate from masculinity well, well you know what too though Black men have had such a struggle historically having to defend our masculinity mm-hmm. since, and I don't, oh, I hate to be that guy since <laughs> slavery, you know, but it's like slavery, reconstruction, not even being able to be trusted with a gun, right. you know what I'm saying? So then, okay, we move on to now black men can't take care of their families. Mm-hmm. We, we, our, our masculinity is a little fragile, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Also, a lot of times not not having fathers in the home. It's just mm-hmm. so many situations where it's like our masculinity is tested. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I'm about to do is wear a dress. I think that that and is, that is like protest a, that way. that's a preference for the man. I, I will. I've always wanted to ask because men say this a lot for every little thing. They do say it. And mm-hmm. I've always wondered, like, damn, is is the male masculinity so fragile that? Kid Cudi wearing a dress, could he masculate it? Like, it could take it away? Because when I saw Kid Cudi in this dress, I just thought, this is an ugly-ass dress. Like, if you want to wear a dress, let that shit be a nice dress. Because, you know, I guess in the fashion form of a dress, a dress is just clothing with no bottom, with no stitch for legs. It's just a free thing. So there's a lot of cultures, per se, where men could wear, quote-unquote, dresses, from Scottish to Arabian to, you know, even in, in African culture, there are men who wear, like, akbara and different stuff that may not have the pants to it. And I don't find those emasculating. I think it's just this was an ugly-ass, frilly dress, and... I don't know. I think also to try and put it on Kurt Cobain, like, yeah. uh, I think it was really just C- Cuddy and a lot of other rappers um, who subscribe to mental illness being their mm-hmm. their niche, just try to do shit to seek to like, I feel like they do shit to get bullied so that they can pull out yeah. their mental health thing. It's, um, it's, it's cloud chasing. Yeah. You know, and I, and I'm, you know, historically I've been a Cuddy fan. Um, even his last album, I was excited to see that come out. So, mm-hmm. I never looked at him in a dress and was like, oh, no, nah, I can't support Cuddy no more. It was just more so like, uh, you know, he owned that. 
<laughs> he'll be back. You know, he'll be back. He he having this little moment right now. Cause I just feel like he didn't do it with swag. Cause like Andre three thousand have to wear dresses. Yeah, Thug was on the dress on his last album cover. You know, what, uh, what's the See, point? I thought they was tweaking too. You Damn. know, when I was young, even with Dre, uh, Andre three thousand. I mean, he, he oh man, like he was so raw back then. But it's like he's still tweaking with his outfits. But okay. ain't nobody. Can't nobody armed. check it. Ain't nobody. At least yeah, you consistent him. with it. You know, but yeah. when you look at Cuddy dress I mean, and you then you look at the the dress Kurt Cobain wore, they were similar. I don't so think, I and, believe and it, quite frankly, but. I don't think it was a good homage to Kurt Cobain because yeah. if you really wanted to, Kurt's dress was more androgynous. If we be in yeah, frank, this dress is very much girly. Okay, yeah. Like that's what it is. It's it's an A line girly ass little girl. Like this is the dress you wear to church for. Easter and shit. Like, this is not a cute dress. And I think Virgil should really reconsider his fashion career. Some gym shoes and laundry, man. All, this, all these Virgil designs that be coming out. They, I don't like him. That shit do not be impressive to me. He bite or he just creates something ugly. And, and write off white and sign, sign his name or something. This shit yeah. is not it. It's supposed to be coming out on his new collection. So if anybody's interested in buying that dress. Is it actually for men, too? Who knows? He just said it's coming out on his... his Clothing collab with Off White, so you know he might keep the trend of wearing it. Some women may buy it. I would not buy that ugly. You know, dress. you know what's crazy? Just to, you know, because like it's the culture things. Like you mm-hmm. even brought up like a, a lot of African men wearing like their cultural garments and whatnot. And like you know, when I was young, like you know, you already you know I got so many Nigerian friends. Right. Like even just the even just open toed sandals. See, right. I wasn't used to that when I was little. No, you yeah, get yeah, baked yeah. in the hood if you. True. What? You without think you socks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, without yeah, the socks. Yeah, without the socks. So, too. yeah. You couldn't even wear, like, the, the thong sandals. You you had to yeah. wear the, 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 the basketball. Yeah, the mm-hmm. slides. So, also, you ain't got no socks, man. I was. That's so true. Shop. And I and I think, and I wonder that. That's why I'm like, damn, is the is black masculinity so it is. fragile? Every it little is. thing. And that's really sad. That really is sad because I don't see black men and feel like. You not a man, yeah. you know. Maybe that's because I'm a black woman, though. So, like, to me, they just the men in my in my life. Like, you're exactly. the man in my culture and my community. Like, I wouldn't take that from you unless you like a little Nas. I mean, I mean we are so physically strong, so it's yeah. like, yeah. But you know, we 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 deal with a lot. So. It's definitely a lot, but I, I'm just like, damn, it's 2021. I think we have to we got to start finding balances because at some point it's gonna implode. On black men, mm-hmm. I think that this level of constricted masculinity is going to implode. But at the same time, I think um, black boy joy, uh, you know, that coined phrase. Because what does it always apply to? Is it really just black men being happy and things like that? Yes. Or, or do you also have a little bit of a look? Some you trying to put in there? What, what you, you think? Know? Black boy joy is pushing a gay hey, agenda? No, I don't think it's pushing a gay agenda. But I think it's definitely pushing a. I don't know. I feel like it's, black boy joy is only celebrated when it looks a certain way, when it's a flower no. in your ear. No, it Man, is not. Man, ain't nobody sharing no picture of me and my guys laughing, talking about some black boy joy. But I guarantee I mean, when, if I put a flower behind my ear and, and you know what I'm saying, you know, with a, with, a, with, a, with a lollipop. That is not true. <laughs> I'm too weak. No, I don't think so. I think it can literally be. A bunch of guys playing 2K and just For having you. fun. I, I guess, but I don't think, like, I mean, I guess maybe there is some sort of, um, you know, we do try to push images of men not doing typically male shit. 
Right. Right. And I think that's just to open like the windows for some men that like may not be into stuff. But that's going to implode too because it's not real. Well, okay. It's, like it, a lot of it. Well, see, it may be real for you and right. normal people, but there are a lot of weirdos out here. True. And, and they fake. They just supporting yeah. anything that's the new progressive um, thing to do. So yeah. we got the white liberals and then we got the black artsy community True. that just feel like, True. oh, well, oh, this is the next level of progression, so... Yeah, that's true. Because, yeah, because, I mean, for me, it's like, I just, I want black boys to be interested in gymnastics so we can dominate the sport. Because I think that black men are, like, elite yeah, gymnasts. Jesse White Tumblr. Like, elite. Crazy. Every black boy just, I feel like at 13, he just develops the ability to backflip. Like, mm-hmm. the way that boys be jumping off gates and just doing stuff, like, with a perfect dismount, I could never. So, yeah. I want that 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 archetype of, like... I can't be doing no free ass flipping and shit in tights. Like, nah, bro, you really could like be an Olympics medalist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, everybody can't be LeBron. Everybody, you know, even track and field. I feel like a lot of guys don't run track and field. Like, there's this That's facts. archetype of, oh, as a black man, Got I got to hoop or play football. Hoop. Yeah, and it's like, gee, it's baseball. Baseball is the highest paid. There's so- soccer. Man. You know what I'm saying? There's swimming. I think a lot of black, just little but shit. But, you know, even when you think about that, like, isn't it crazy how sometimes our preferences turn systemic? Because yeah. if, if, ba- if baseball is the highest paid and all these other sports, Damn. we kind of close windows on our own selves. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew a lot of black boys grew, that grew up playing baseball and, just and was good at it, but mm-hmm. they chose football or they chose basketball. Because so. that's where they felt they were going to get the scholarship. Mm-hmm. That's where they saw themselves. And that's where we see black men thriving and stuff. But I would love to see, like, a black baseball player that wasn't, like, Dominican, no shade, but, like, like yeah. black from, like, Compton who really was just playing ball yeah. his whole life. Like, I would love to see in the Olympics the male gold gymnast goes to, like, Rashawn Johnson. Like, yeah. I want that. I, I think for me it's the T-shirts. I think the T-shirts <laughs> is what kills me because even the T-shirts that black women are the future. Yeah, I know. I've been watching it my whole life. I got a sister that's going crazy. Mm-hmm. My mom always went crazy. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I know. And I see it. I went to college. I mean, I, I didn't even have to go to college. You Right. You Hey, when, uh, when all my friends is broke, black women working at H&M, Zara, yep. you're always going crazy. We know this. But it's like, what's, what's the T-shirt reminder for? Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, why are we trying to make money off that? Like, Are black lame. women be in the future? I mean, I want black men come together and make something of yourself. I don't want. I don't want a black man or cool or strong. T-shirt. You can't be mad when we saying we the future on a shirt and we wearing it. Yeah, but but you know what? I, what I see, because I mean, I guess if y'all wear it, it's like, oh, go crazy, y'all mm-hmm. do y'all thing. But when a man be wearing it, sometimes you, you try, what you what you trying to do, bro? He trying to say you, you really, that you, I support black yeah? women. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's okay, exactly right. what he trying okay. to do. I He's love trying to fact. support black women. I love the fact that he got you. I love like, the fact that he got you. That so po- that performative feminism. So what are you trying that to these do? Dudes be doing. I mean, that's pander. Tr- there pander. is perf- performative. Pander. There's performative everything. Yeah, everything can be performative. It's pandering. Damn. So you don't think that when men wear sometimes? So, okay, then sometimes. Few times, one of five, twenty percent. Wow. Damn. You, I need to be them. in the barbershop. I'm one of them. Let me get a haircut. Hey, I, I'm and fresh do out the barbershop. Waves on beam. No, they are fleeky. So, so, I see. Thank you. You swimming? I know. I see what's happening. Do what I can. So I'm 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 full of testosterone. <laughs> 
So let's get into some um, some more things that we're seeing on TV. So Netflix has been trying to come back because everybody knows Netflix has kind of fallen off since all the other things decided to have their own streaming sites. Um, but what they've been doing now, they actually signed a deal. This isn't on here, but they signed a deal with um, who is it? Sony to get like a first look on all their stuff. So what they're coming out with, they're coming out with this Nigerian documentary called I Want Boys. Um, and I Want Boys is a documentary that portrays the life of everyday street hustlers, AKA Agberos, which is, it says it's now streaming, but I think it's only streaming in select countries. I think it's um, streaming in Netflix Africa first, and then, you know, it'll probably be released. And then, um, on the other side of that, Jamie Foxx's new comedy show, Dad, You're Embarrassing Me, just came out. I did watch a little bit of that show. Oh, okay. Well, you saw the trailer. Before yeah. I talk about the show, what did you what did you feel about the trailer? What did it give you? So, you, <laughs> um, people might look at me crazy, but I enjoyed the Jamie Foxx show over, my probably not Fresh Prince, but Martin. Honestly, and, we will have the conversation about how relevant is Martin yeah, in the comedy yeah. space, and and I feel like Martin. Don't get me wrong, Martin go crazy, but I feel like Martin speaks to more like my brother's generation, which mm-hmm. is like I got you know two older brothers, thirty three to Facts. nearly forty. Yeah. For them, I feel like it more so caters to them, even what he wore. Mm-hmm. You know? um, Jamie Foxx shows busting, so I'm I'm glad to see him in front of the screen because I right. feel like. Unless it's a serious movie, we ain't seen. We haven't Jamie seen Fox comedy Jamie in a while. In a little while, yeah. unless it's like a a white movie where he just uh, he just the black man the black that just happened to be funny. there. Yeah. yeah. So I was excited about that, but the sitcom era of today just I don't know lame. if it fits. Yeah, it's, it's it's extra. Netflix sitcoms, especially all the Netflix black sitcoms, be a, a straight satire and parody of yeah. like black family. Yeah. Because I have watched the show. Um, and, and my critique of it is a little too culturally relevant for me. That That's what I would yeah. say. It's a little bit too culturally relevant. You have David Allen Greer, who plays the grandfather. Love him. Which is, it's funny to see David Allen Greer, like, mm, like that's your role now. You just accepted you old. Um, oh, my God. And as a grandfather, like, for example, there's a trope of, like, he smoke all the time. But it's, like, done in such a weird way. I'm just kind of like, even if, you know, even if people have grandparents that smoke weed, it's like... Yeah, they do it, but it's not like as goofy as this. You know what I mean? Like if they smoking weed, they'll do they'll go out or they'll do something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not as tropey as this. And there's, I was excited to see Jamie Fox in comedy as well because we all know he's like multifaceted. You know, there's like a debate going around like who got more range, Jamie or Will Smith, which is crazy. And I might. This is very hard, but I Whoa. might swing on the Jamie side. Oh, you you were on the Will Smith? How? No, that's what I'm saying. I think I'm on Jamie because, yeah. But um, I think that Jamie has so much range, and I would love, I love to see when characters do range. But one of the, the primary rules of comedy that any real thespian will tell you is comedy is funniest when you are serious. Yeah. That is it. You cannot <laughs> act funny. You have to be serious yeah. in the lines that you are given, in the situation. You have to let the, the writing, the comedy come in the writing. You cannot yeah. be like, ah, this is what to make it funny. But it was obviously a lot more uh, improv, it seems, mm. back in the day, which yeah. is why, oh, Martin Lawrence known for these type of jokes. Yeah. Martin Lawrence has this, like even Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. The fu- First of all, he, missing. He's been missing recently. Yes. But- even to this day, mm-hmm. if you see Kevin Hart in an interview, so funny. You yeah. see Kevin Hart just being Kevin Hart around yes. his friends, so funny. So if Kevin Hart gets the opportunity to be Kevin Hart on a, on camera, yes, 
he's going to be funny. hilarious. He was funny like that when he first came out. He exactly. really was. When Kevin was just freestyling, mm -hmm. he was funny. But when he start trying to be $40 million yeah. Kevin. All this, these this, writers. And, yeah. Oh, and, but you got to say this there. And yeah. Then, you know, oh, this is a joke we want to hear. And, that, <laughs> exactly. and that's what I feel. I feel like with sitcoms, um, what we're missing is that we're not looking for you to be this window to the world that we have today. We're just trying to see a normal family. We're just trying to see what you and your family yeah. do. They're over-educating. Like, yes. it was so many episodes of Martin, so many episodes of Jamie Foxx, so many episodes of Fresh Prince. You obviously had lessons in there. That's what sitcoms yeah. are for. But every Episode other, wasn't a lesson. Yeah, every like, 10 episodes, not yeah. every every episode. Exactly. You know? And that's probably because they had to fight for some of that, but I think that... There's some beauty in that, right? Like maybe when mm -hmm. they got the moment, they didn't fumble the bag, you right. know. Like oh, in the, yeah. in the episode of, of Fresh Prince, when they talked about the cop pulling Will and Carlton over mm -hmm. for them being black, and they had that little moment. Like it was just such beautiful writing in that because they didn't overdo it. They didn't overdo. Mm -hmm. You know, the cop is gonna come, and Carlton's the. They just let them be their characters. You know, um, and maybe I don't watch enough sitcoms, but like even like um. Blackish. Mm -hmm. What's the dude about like Kenya? Kenya Barris, yeah. Like I don't see enough um cultural references. Yeah. That's what made the old sitcom funny too, because you got Martin doing New Jack City. Exactly. You got like just a lot of references that's like, oh, he's emulating this. Real, you know? real references. Cause when I said yeah, that um ones. the show was too culturally relevant, I felt like black Twitter wrote the show. That's what it felt like for the for the oh, dad. Don't lame. embarrass me. Yeah, it just felt like you took a bunch of random topics that you know be on the timeline and you like threw that joke in there versus it being like an authentic observation of how black families act and you know what would really happen and us just like laughing and relating from the familiarity of like oh I'm black it do be like that yeah. versus like okay we know that joke we know that trope yeah. so that's just it I mean still watch it. Give it a chance. I'm not done with So it. was it, was it like, because I know you're saying it because you want to support Jamie Foxx, but like, mm -hmm. was it funny? Like, was it worth it's, watching? It, it's, um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you know, I think another thing with these black sitcoms is that they're not mature. Like, a lot of them very much are like, okay, 17-year-olds could watch this shit. Like, this is Raven's Home yeah. or whatever. And I think that's what's lacking. Like, it's good if I was younger. Like, if I was, like, 18, 19, maybe, yeah, like, 17, 18, 19, I would, like, be in love with the show. As a 27-year-old, I'm like, I need a little bit more depth and a little yeah. bit more, like, better, stronger writing. We just have so much strong writing on TV, too. That's like, even if you're doing a comedy, even if it's sketch comedy or whatever the hell you're doing, like, you could do better than this, Jamie. This is very rough. I'm going to watch, like, two episodes, random. Yeah. Like, I ain't even going to start at, like, one. Like, yeah. I'm going I'm to watch. No, maybe I should start one, but then do, like, six or something. And I think and Jamie Foxx you know. is color struck. Mm. I think that there there is a... um. There, there is something to be said about, like, when we see these black shows, how they purposely, like, they'll have, like, black men, mm -hmm. but then they choose for, like, all the other black women on the show to be mixed or oh, biracial or, like, and it's just like, come on now, like, give me something else. Give me, give me a brown girl. I'm actually tired of the, either she mixed or she black as hell. Give me a brown girl. Yeah. Give me some, like, regular black girl who I don't, you know, I can't guess her ethnicity off the, mm -hmm. no, not, like, racially ambiguous, but, like, I don't want to know that she's a quarter of this. 
Well, I don't want to feel like, oh, she's she but must you know, be It's African. also funny, too, because people act like dark-skinned people can't be racially ambiguous. So, obviously, you True. have a preference towards True. lighter-skinned, racially ambiguous people. Exactly. You know? So, it's like, exactly, because I'm like, it'd be so many dark-skinned people that's like, you don't know they Panamanian, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're whatever. Because, yeah, because it's like, we are racially ambiguous. Just because I'm black, you don't know what kind of black I am. Exactly. So, yeah, it's definitely something that... that bothers me a little bit i always look for that whenever i'm watching tv i'm like let's count how many dark-skinned women are on this show um oh, 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 <laughs> I, do. That's a, oh. I do in my mind because it's just like let's just see let's just see what what the representation is when we see all these men we see all these different ass type of black men but it's just kind of like well even with black men i feel like light-skinned men get that burden too sometimes like mm-hmm. They don't really just get to be the masculine in the in the in the film. They either or soft or they are savior. Exactly. <laughs> like they don't just get to be like and a lot of light skinned niggas is really mean and don't yeah. ain't shit. Like okay. they really be the same as every other man. Um, but on to other shows. This is a show I have not watched, and I don't think I'm going to because of all of the um trauma surrounding it. So there is a show, Them, on Amazon Prime. Um, and I've been seeing it kind of going around for a while. It looks like a it looks like a spinoff of Us, Us yeah. from Jordan Peele. But Jordan Peele actually has nothing to do with this. This is actually a Lena Waif thing. Um, and Them is supposedly a story about a black family that moves into a white neighborhood. And you kind of see, like, the, the racism and whatever. But a lot of people who have watched the show, because, again, I, I don't want to keep submerging myself in black trauma, have said that it is trauma porn. And for those of you who may have not been uh, familiar with the term trauma porn, trauma porn is this new idea that we have, especially in black film spaces, of continuously um, marketing and enjoying the trauma of black people, i.e. police brutality films, slavery film, racially motivated scripts. So a lot of people kind of complained about there's like different rape scenes, they say. There's different violence and all of this stuff. So it kind of brings up the conversation, especially in this black cinema space, of are we just subscribing to black trauma porn? Or is it very important to hear these black stories? So... um First of all, I've been I've been talking about this with multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, quick story. Mm-hmm. My 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 um, Comcast keep coming to my crib and knocking out my little Wi-Fi thing. <laughs> so, you know, the other night, I'm just like, man, like I can't do nothing because TV, Wi-Fi, f- phone, everything's like connected to the internet. So, I pretty much got stuck watching things on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I started us. <laughs> I finished that show within maybe. Three days. Mm. Just binge watching. First of all, it was good. Wait, us or them? Them. Okay. Yeah, them. <laughs> yeah. So um the show was good to me. And I'm and I'm completely against all that like really? trauma porn. I don't watch I don't I didn't watch I still haven't watched Harriet. I oh, just yeah, no. don't like no actually Or I mean, um I what's that movie? Harriet. That show Lovecraft Country. Yeah, I watched that okay. too. Okay. Actually, maybe I do love trauma porn. Maybe no, I, love like that, I would say this. Lovecraft Country, I don't think was trauma porn. I think they just, they. I think that was Picking showing black stories. Picking and choosing. What, you think that was trauma porn? <laughs> well, you know what, I um, ain't watch, I ain't gonna hold you, I ain't watch the last two episodes. When them Jigaboo Babies came out, yeah. I ain't watch that shit. Well, see, I was actually in a black theater class when that came when out. We, so oh, I was gonna say, that was it. No, 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 no. This was, uh, like, recent, recent. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, um... We pretty much talked about that moment, but we mm-hmm. also was talking about black minstrelsy. Mm-hmm. So like that was like, oh man, in my face, bam, mm-hmm. this is this is relevant. But I actually would say that this show, this show is what Lovecraft Country 
kind of wanted to do wanted to do. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I, th- I think the show was better than Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft mm. Country didn't make a lot of sense. It I came didn't. together, but it, it, it didn't make a lot of sense. And, like, yeah, we're just like, oh, let's just throw this in there and that in there. And right. it's like, no. Um, but, but them was a good show, good story. And one thing I liked about the show, and I don't know if I got some personal traumas <laughs> or whatever's going on, but, man, I love to see the white woman be sinister. Because there's too many stories out here where it's like, oh, we couldn't vote. He controlled me. We we just were with the white man doing all yeah, this. Yeah, like no. we 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 had no complicity no. in this. Yeah. Throughout history, white women have voted against their best interest when yep. they could vote, obviously, but also just did a lot of weird. Yeah, white women are the catalyst stuff. for a lot of shit against yeah, black people. Yeah, like I mean, even when we look at and I, I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry to even keep talking about trauma, but. We already know about certain historical moments mm-hmm. where white women were literally responsible. Yeah. If they didn't come back to their husband and their uncles and whatnot, yeah. that would have never happened. Now, it doesn't excuse white male rage, but I'm just saying white women, their image is protected so hard. So much. So hard. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, like even how they do black women trying to, how we get an angry black woman? But have you seen a white woman when she gets angry? Mm-hmm. You know, so white it's like, women be ugh, they be like dogs man. when they upset. Oh, it be like yeah. it nah. just be a lot, and they, and they show that in this show. So yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Everybody got their love trigger mm. warning. So I do know. think that there is. I will say this: I think there is a market for black trauma shows, I, and because some people really don't do it right, they just do show you a bunch of like. We gonna show you this police whooping their ass, and we gonna show you this slave shit. But the story don't be good, and I think that's where the mark is missed. Like I can see it if it has a, a if it's a story arc, if it's like an yeah. overarching thing. But then too often we just be watching shit where it's like, well, damn, what was the what was the resolution of us watching all of this shit happen to black people? Yeah. Like, what are you? What's the message? What are you showing us? What are yeah. you telling us now? Um. And I think it's just, it's too, we don't have enough, like, just black stories. And I think that's the thing. When we say we want to see black stories, I literally just want to see black stories. Yeah. I don't want every black story that makes it when when Emmy season and Oscar and Grammy season. It don't have to be the police brutality one, the slavery one, yeah. and the one about the, the African-American who did some shit that we never knew they did. I actually miss, like, there's no era of, like, the 90s, you know, people say this shit all the time, but there really isn't, like, movies like Brown Sugar, Best Man, yeah. Deliver Us from Eva, Two Can Play That Game. So when like, they come out, they're, they're really bad. They're really, <laughs> really bad. So we don't have these great stories of just black people being black people. I think that's why Insecure is so popular yeah. and why people are going to miss it so much. In Atlanta, because, too. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, where do we see black people just, like, doing shit that yeah. has nothing to do with the fact that we are black? You know, um... People hate on dope, but I thought dope was a pretty cool. Movie. It was cute. It was, it was cute. You know, it was it was, it was something. But you know, um, it, you know, and I, I'm one of them people where it's like I study black trauma. Um, I'm all for my black people, but I I gotta be happy and I gotta crack jokes. And mm-hmm. like we was just, I was talking to one of my mans the other day, and we just like they're just giving white people new ideas. Yes. Racism they've never seen before. They just yes. like, man, I've never done that before. Yeah, that's gonna be the new move. So it's like, man, like it used y'all to be a time black creative. people made comedies. Yeah, why we don't make comedies no more? I feel like black. When when is the last time you've watched like a black comedy movie? Well, see, it was 
feel like it was a transition between the sitcom to like the black comedy movies. Mm-hmm. Like all the <clears throat> all the black people that got the lead roles came from sitcoms. Right. True. So since you kind of destroy that transition where like somebody can be Instagram famous and then everywhere. You right. Then it's kind of like, cause would you watch it? Well, we probably would watch a Juicy movie, but it's right. like, Oh wow. Juicy got a movie, you know? So exactly. It's just a different, it's a different time. We need to start yeah. being more creative with how we, True. we market. But we was also talking about how like, um, like the hangover, like black people having a movie like the hangover. Exactly. Well, that's going to get cut me away because once they see you drunk driving, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's, what we talked about in black theater class was mm-hmm. that the reason why black trauma is in all these shows is because black people deal with trauma every day. Something can happen yes. every day. So to, to have a movie without trauma, I wouldn't necessarily be, um, no, I don't think it should be void of trauma. Yeah. 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 But. It shouldn't. It, but, but, you know, at the same time, like every, every day of every, we not thinking about anything. I'm not, I'm, I don't feel unsafe right now. Mm-hmm. I feel cool. So even if they made a movie of us just talking, like that's exactly. that's fine. Like and they scared. I would like to see, and that's why, like I stay rewatching a different world because it's like, damn, you don't see no no shows like this. Like I know mm. grownish and blackish are trying to do it or whatever, and I watch it, but it's still like it's it's not giving. It's yeah. something that's just missing from it. So I don't know, man. Let let's hope that. Moving forward, black writers, shit. I'm gonna write a TV show and I'm gonna put it out Jeez. there. Merch, y'all heard? I be living. I be. I, I've had moments that's like, this is this, a movie. This G- is a real movie. Like, like my summer, man. It's a lot of stories that like all of us had. Even like life at UICG. It was a oh, movie. Like yo. it's some stuff that's like, bro. Let me man. put that to the. Let me put pen to paper and write it down. But y'all, okay, let's get into our next segment. So our next segment is one of my favorite segments, um, Olodo of the Week. So this week's Olodo is kind of like an omnipresent Olodo, right? It's not one person. It is a complete entity. So I'm trying to get into that real quick. Let's get him to drop. An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey, Goof ass. You guys, our Lodo of the Week this week is America America KKK America. Because quite frankly, I am tired of this country. I don't know about y'all. I earned my blue passport. I had to take the citizenship test. I had to do all that shit. I had to pay for it. I fought to be a citizen of this country. And it is disappointing me. Very, very, very much. I knew what it already meant to be black in America, but it just seems that, I don't know, it just seems like from Trayvon Martin, we just have not had a break. Yeah. Like, it seemed like, I remember, I don't know, I remember like being young in the early 2000s, 2001, 2002, and every fucking day I was not hearing about a mass shooting. I wasn't hearing about police on the necks of people. I wasn't hearing about somebody getting roughed up. And I don't know if it's just that because we weren't hearing about it because of social media. social media. But... God damn, America, like, if it's not how how disappointing you all are handling a global pandemic, it's going to be yeah. how the police are treating its citizens. It's going to be Asian hate. It's going to be sexual violence against women. Mm-hmm. It's going to be mass shootings. It's going to be transphobia. So it's like, what is this country? Yeah, and, and I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's a but lot. Like, it's a lot, and... and 
unfortunately, when I talked to older people in my family, it was worse. So Damn. just imagine not even being able to tell your story. Like, at least if I get beat up at a, at a PWI, right. you know, I can cry to social media. Right. But that was just life. That was you life. Know? So, and it's just, I think it's high time that America stopped living in this, in this just cyclical cycle of just trauma. Yeah. It just is like, we all know, it's at a point where like, okay, we all know the elephant is in the room. We all know that America is a racist country built off the backs of thousands of different people, from indigenous Americans to the Chinese that built the railroads to, we don't got to talk about what black America did in this country, to the Mexicans that take care of it today. Like, America is a country that does nothing but steal from other countries, other customs, and other people. And we are all here sold on the promise that we have the the the, the dream, the opportunity to make it out of this shit. And it, it's, it's really a lie. It's a lie. Because no matter how rich I get, I can never escape being black in America. And if until we talk about that shit and really, really rectify it, America's going to continue to look stupid to me. Because I don't understand how President Biden can get on here and say shit like, Oh, well, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a travesty what happened. Well, if it's a travesty, nigga, pass that George Floyd bill and call it one. Like, hold these niggas to the highest extent of the law. Oh, what? People storm the Capitol because y'all racist? Oh, yeah, y'all thought we forgot. We are going to make an example out of you. Second Amendment? Oh, people, people just running up in stores, killing people just for nitty-gritty? Second Amendment, let's amend you. Like, I'm tired of the speeches when, when Lori, this is not America, but when Lori Lightfoot got up there crying about how we failed Adam Toledo, I really could have spit in her face. Oh, man. Because I, I felt like, how dare you sit here and cry about them killing a 13-year-old boy when you just gave millions of dollars to these assholes? When you sat here and, and, you, and you, you endorsed the fact that that little boy had a gun and y'all knew he didn't. Y'all not even ashamed. Less than two years ago, y'all was just caught colluding, covering the death and the, I'm sorry, the killing of Laquan McDonald. And here you are again, a black woman doing the same damn thing, crying to us on, on TV. And we and we just had Laquan McDonald, exactly. Like, um, you know, yeah, I continue to be disappointed every day, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Um, like I said, I, I, I lost faith in... Uh, justice system and, and what comes with it a long time ago but for me it's just like um there's a reason why all this is happening and mm-hmm. whether it's police sanctioned violence or poverty or whatever all of these are happening for a reason and i don't want to get on my anti-capitalist because <laughs> i swear this podcast will be three hours but Man, if you know me, you know I don't have the strongest feelings towards capitalism. Mm. Um, I do kind of believe in socialism, but that's... Yeah, and it's like, you know what? Sometimes it's not even that I'm an anti-capitalist, but at least capitalism in the form in which it exists right now, Mm -hmm. it needs to be reformed. I don't know why we're scared to tax the rich. Yeah. I don't understand that. You know, and it's just like, I mean, who do the police protect? You know, who... Uh, man, all like everything is ha- like, e- e- man, like even a community where all these people are dying yeah. is usually the urban community. So yep. it's like, yeah, why do these situations even exist? Like, why? It's like, 
I mean, if we really talk in facts, why was a 13-year-old boy out in the middle of the night at 2 a.m.? And, and Things like, like that. You know what I'm exactly. saying? And, and this actually reminds me, I have um, some students out in, Bal- um, in Baltimore, like my former students, and one of their classmates died last summer, 16-year-old girl, same thing. She was, I mean, it wasn't police, but she got shot. Being outside 2 a.m., just got shot in the head. And it just makes me think, like, when I was a teenager, we had community centers after school programs, extracurriculars. We had something to look forward to to be in, in the bed yeah. so that I could wake up in the morning and do it. And we just gonna keep we just gonna keep losing more and more and more youth, be it to drugs, be it to violence, if we don't pour back into them. Yeah. Cause there's no telling what he was outside for. No telling. Could no have been telling. getting something for his mom. Could have been out here doing whatever. Right. Could have been homeless. We don't really we don't know. Have, so, we have no idea why he was out, but you know. it just it's crazy that we live in a country where we literally have to be terrified of yeah. the people who are hired to protect us. And not even specifically him, but just, just the fact that black people, and at this point, I'm tired of saying other people of color. I'm just going to say uh, the Hispanic community. Because <laughs> the others... Um, Let's be, hey, thank you. Let's just call it know, what it is. Blacks and Hispanics be in very compromising positions and it's like all that whole he broke the law are we not in positions to where we we have to break the law more exactly. you know what I'm saying? that's what the whole prison industrial complex is exactly. built off of so you, you but then again y'all commit crimes and, and, say, and shootings i mean you're shooting up churches you're shooting up hair sal- uh, nail salons you're shooting up this down the other y'all are being caught a lot storm the capitol building you're storing you know what i'm saying so it's like and don't nobody it's get not killed. About breaking the law. And nobody ever get. Yeah. And, and I think that is the appalling thing that police have all the training in the world. These niggas know exactly what to do from step A to step Z when it comes to white people and their crimes. But whenever it is a black or Hispanic person, it's I was scared. I didn't know what to do. I thought the taser was the gun. I thought I didn't know what to do. Oh my god. And it's just like I I, I also in. I guess I can answer my own question, like why white people so scared of us? I mean, you 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 think that we gonna you think that we, you think we coming? You think we right. coming, right? But historically, we've shown you that. Uh, I mean, I guess we not on that as long as you could give right. us what we actually are asking for, which is equity. But we are scared of you. We're even terrified. regular versions of you that don't terrified. have badges. Yeah. So. I mean, look at dude that harassing sergeant, dude yeah. in the in in his own suburb community. And, and you had all the right, and I was like, I was thinking like, okay, man, I hope he swing off dude. But first of all, that's gonna be an assault charge on him, and then two dude was gonna beat, but he was gonna he was gonna beat his ass. And I ain't gonna lie, he dude was, gonna was slow. Beat him. So I was like, I, I, I was I you know because usually I'm like, man, he bogus, but nah. And it's like, damn, what do we do now? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just it's just so much. It's just so much that we can't do, so many spaces that we can't be in. And, you know, I know a lot of people have the rhetoric of, oh, let's move back to Africa. I want to tell y'all the truth about it. It's not Wakanda. Ooh. Africa is not Wakanda. That's why Ooh. they should have picked the country and told y'all what the country is really like instead of making this dystopia because it's not that. Because, you know, don't forget that colonization started in africa yep black people we started in africa like we are african we are the 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 descendants of colonialism in the world like if you i tell people all the time 
us in America, we are benefiting off the fact that we live in a country that's made for white people. Yep. That's what we benefit off of. You yep. think you're going to go to a country that's for us, by us, and live better? You have a different story. Because I was even going, you said something that, um, you know, made me remember the fact that, uh, what China doing to Africa? I mean, okay. not Africa, but uh, Nigeria, specifically Nigeria yes. right now. Like, I just seen a clip where, like, this, yes. this I guess this guy was getting on a plane Mm-hmm. It's all Asians. It's all Chinese people. So it's like, wow. Like, yeah, Asian Chinese damn. is trying to take over Nigeria. Mm-hmm. The Chinese are taking over Nigeria, and even going as far as paying for Nigerian education in China, yep. so they can indoctrinate them with mm-hmm. their political beliefs. So y'all yes. can go back and do it on y'all own, and they can say, "Oh, Nigerians do it to each other." Yep. So it's the same thing: it's feudalism, same. colonialism, capitalism. These, you know, Everywhere. these folks then. Play with us. They treating us. Damn. Yeah. We said we weren't gonna be serious. We we can't. Yeah, we, come on. We man, start educating. You know what? We about to laugh. I'm we about sorry. to get into this main topic, and this main topic is definitely gonna be a good key yes. key because I'm ready to talk about this shit. You guys, if you guys don't know, there is a terrorist on social media by the name of a Kevin terrorist. Samuels. He is a terrorist to women because oh, Kevin Samuels be on internet all day trying to tell women that they don't deserve the best things in life. That's what he be telling us. So if y'all don't know who Samuel, uh, Kevin Samuels is, he is a self-proclaimed Instagram relationship guru another one self-proclaimed self, self y'all see how she tried to do it she tried to dr umar the man wow <laughs> okay because i heard him today he said that he used to work in corporate america never did he say he went to school became a psychologist and is a relationship certain so i say he's made himself that and you know he he gets a lot of circulation um, on social media for the shit that he says, and black men just love him. They love him. Oh, wow, she did. Oh, she men, did. She went there. Black men love this wow. man. They everywhere I go, I be like, man, I hate Kevin Samuels. Niggas be sending me videos like, man, you gotta he, watch this. Part. He telling the truth, and I say, why are you sending me this shit? I hate this man. Wow, I hate him. So I'm gonna let. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play a little clip just so y'all could be on my same page on why I hate this man. Learn the lesson though. But I you couldn't. Learn, you couldn't what? I had some work that I, you know, trauma. It's that's hard to get over. Like, it's so the woman. way that, so the way to, so I'm no offense, but it's the way to, to address the trauma is to follow on somebody's penis. No. I don't give you ladies trauma. So, hey, honey, I got trauma. So I went and got the woman across the street pregnant and had some kids, but I had a bad upbringing. Doesn't work that way, does it? I mean, it could. First of all, this fool of a man, this same, this the same man that just that said, was it a week ago, that the high-valued man is he's so high-valued that you gotta just let him sleep around a little bit because he has options. That's what that nigga said. I heard him. He said that high-valued men have options so they can sleep around. So now he told this poor woman, who is traumatized from her divorce, that she can't. She can't have a little side cutty. Why not? Look. <laughs> hey, folks ain't perfect. You could, um, you know, you can look at so many examples of, of people, of men too, especially, mm-hmm. just jagging at, at certain points. So I'm sure he has plenty of clips, you know, like the one you chose. Mm-hmm. Strategically, strategically, fellas. 
Um, I just of, picked of, a of clip. Him, no, she did. I really <laughs> did. I didn't even listen to it. I just picked that clip. So, you know, in that clip, he the thing about Kevin Samuels is that he's not lying. He's just very insensitive. And, and like I was telling you before, you have to talk to women a certain way because, first of all, as a man, you shouldn't want to be talking to a woman a certain way, for one. But then for two, to, as a human, like we mm-hmm. human beings, you got to add some kindness in there. And I, I understand tough love, but like, bro, come on now, you're you, talking you, to your sister, your mother, something like that. About the relationships at that. Yeah. That's a sensitive topic. So, okay, let's get into something really quick. The first question I want to ask is Kevin, Kevin Samuels talks a lot about what he claims is a high-valued man. I don't know what the hell that is. So I'm going to ask you as a man, what is a good man? What what do men think of as a good man? Oh, what a man thinks is mm. a good man? It varies so much because dudes, uh, yeah, I, I can only tell you what I would say a good man is. A good man to me is somebody, and it's funny because I'm about to say somebody that provides, but <laughs> but but it ain't got to be a 100% thing. But like even just the, the male presence in the home is so mm. important because he him just being there already gives a certain level of, of discipline, you know what I'm saying. Even just that presence, like <laughs> look at the standard for you know men. what I'm saying. No, no, they but I'm not at all. Come on, stop, oh, stop, no, 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 I didn't finish. You no. said their no, existence. No, 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 I just said their presence. It's, it, you know, the presence is important. Just like you need feminine energy as well, mm-hmm. you know. But somebody that provides, right? Monetary, um, being loving, like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I don't, I don't really understand what 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 a good man really should be, but somebody that. Supports everybody that he's around, mm-hmm. protects everybody that he's around, and, and makes everybody he's around feel loved. And you do those things by, you know, with money, with emotions, and, you know, hey, so, what so, is a good woman? So when he talks about high-valued man, mm-hmm. would you say those things align with being high-valued? Well, no, because a lot of men feel like once I once I cover the money issue, mm-hmm. which is what a lot of women prioritize, Mm-mm. right? Oh, oh my. See, and oh, that, is, oh, that is such a misconception. Oh no, that is a misconception. We just listening. We just listening. There's such a misconception about women. Oh, but then when women be like, oh man, like fake bodies. Now nah, that's facts. We just accept that as facts. <laughs> it is facts. Because I don't know a lot of dudes that say that in real no, life. No, you know what? I know a lot of dudes that really don't like fake bodies in real life. Right. But they admire them. That's the difference. Like they Do, do admire- we admire them or do we just want to have sex with them like any other woman? I don't know. I'm not a man. I can't really speak. <laughs> well, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you now. It ain't even that deep. Like, you know, hey, She's the video girl. Has she been a bad, skinny? I just got put on this one South African artist that's so beautiful. Hell no. Um, she, man, she's so beautiful. She ain't really got a, a crazy body, but she just gorgeous, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if she would have been in the video, everybody would have been on her. But for some reason in the rap industry, they just weird and they like these fake, ridiculous, nasty, fake <laughs> lips and. I'm sorry because I'm talking about people's bodies, but still, like, uh, no, you but know. for real, it really is yeah. a lot. Because, okay, yeah. so self mutilation. Because when, when I think of a good man, I think of a man that is honest, that is loyal, <laughs> that, you know, is um, ambitious, like, like has career goals and is driven, mm-hmm. and somebody that is, you know, kind. These are things that make a good man. I think this whole narrative, because every time you listen to Kevin Samuels, he always trying to tell a woman that they can't look for a six-figure nigga. And it's like, why can't I have a six-figure nigga? Like but you got to, because you have, you have to be realistic okay. in certain points. Because mm-hmm. 
there are certain things that come with certain lifestyles. Facts. And do you even know if this is the lifestyle that you really want? Like, you know what I'm saying? But because what, but, trying to get the dream person, oh, I want them to have six figures, but I also want them to have enough time to run a, 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 a Fortune 500 company, but have enough time to take our kids to soccer practice, be at every game, uh, but then also uh, be there for me. You know, like, it just don't work like that, you I, know? So That's so funny. It's like, on. I don't think anybody demands that. And that's the funny part, because every time oh. I watch his videos, right, and I also think that Kevin Samuels somewhat targets the type of women that he has on these damn video lives that he's doing. Yeah. I've never seen him with, like, a, a regular... You know, just I don't know, nine to five okay. educated woman. That's like I'm str- I'm struggling to find love because these niggas out here are just full of shit. Like, well, I've, I've seen it. him with. So, for instance, I see him on a on an episode or whatever with like three white women. You who? Just oh yeah, I seen that. that. So mm-hmm. that's you know some versatility. But he also had this like Arab woman that came on there straight up. Like I'm different than all your guests. Well, what you mean by that? We can only assume what she means yeah, by Yeah, she said she's not a black woman. He immediately kicked her off the show. I know, because so, he said, like, oh, yeah, you know, we don't do that slandering. Yeah. But but I feel like that's hypocritical because it's like, that's oh, what you man. present. Because that oh. is my next question. Like, do you think that he, you know, say if that Arab woman never came on there and, mm-hmm. and spoke that, I've just never seen him talk to any other type of woman in that manner. It is the manner of which he talks to these black women that makes it worse. Okay. So, first of all, Let's just let's just mention the fact that he talks to men the same way. I mean, I didn't even see some videos. It's like, oh my, oh my god! Oh, when he told to that man, man he got a little dick, that was hilarious. Not even that, but it, even just it was this dude that was short, mm-hmm. and then he was big, and I'm like, god damn, this nigga a lot like me, goddamn, like you know. But I, you know, I grew up different. I don't, you know, we shaking that off, and, you know, because I feel you because it's like. Even as a dude watching that, um, I ain't grow up like that. I'm not no lame. Yeah. So I mean, I'm shooting for the stars. Period. Regardless, somebody gonna catch it. Yeah, I don't like know? that rhetoric of like, you know, because the way he presents it is that as a woman, if you um like, especially when he talks about women with kids, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just so disrespectful how he talks to women with children. I get it. A lot, a lot of a, people, you know, don't strike. necessarily want the 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 baggage of somebody with kids only because of the relationship with their child's parent right and I, and I think he would say that the man with kids too single fathers with kids and all that but he too. wouldn't say it if that single father was making a certain amount right like if that man was like a lawyer yeah, making okay, two hundred thousand, right. he would not dis, dis disvalue him as a man because he has a good job and that's my thing it's like he literally and he's 52 so he's an old ass well he's not old as hell but he got that older mentality mm-hmm. of you know, a man is always going to be the provider, and this is what we want from women, and this is this and that and the other. So, woman, you got a kid, and you got the nerve to be asking for a man who got 100K? Why can't I do that? Especially if I'm like, I'm making like 70, 80K, why can't I look for a man to make a little bit more to me? But, but see, and I want to uh, answer the question that you actually asked, but women do this all the time on a small scale, mm. on a very small scale, like the smallest scale. Okay, like um, what? Do you even work? Are you making thirty k? Come on um, now, do you are, work? Is legit I mean, though. Because <laughs> if I work, how I'm going? How you gonna be with me? You don't work. Uh, okay, but okay, I'll give you that. But all I'm right. just. Uh, but all I'm saying is like, and I hate to go off ratings and this, that, and the other. But it's like, women, man, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I had a girl tell me 
uh, uh, on one of the you dig one of the you dig apps. <laughs> you know, I'm just swiping. Shorty, Shorty tried to get me on a forex. I'm like, mm, pause. You know, so when I went on that, she just like, oh, cause you crazy for thinking you could date a shorty like me. Now I'm, I'm, literally, I'm sitting there like you would, for, I'm, you know, cause I ain't gonna snitch on myself. <laughs> you, you're, you really would be an exception. Like if, if I'm being very honest, you're not even my type. I didn't get to tell her all this cause that's clownery. I don't know you, but like, that's how women be coming out here. Like uh, real live, like you, who are you, huh? I, whew, huh? I can't see, I'm not going to cap. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't know women that, yeah. you know, that, that believe that. They are, you know, the best things since sliced bread. But I think that the reality of it is a lot of a lot of Kevin Samuels rhetoric that pisses me off the most is that I think that, you know, he always makes it seem like as a as a regular woman or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I don't have anything to offer a man that makes that much. As if a man that makes that much has something to offer me outside of him making that much. And I think that's the thing that's like, why is it that when you talk about these relations between men and women, you always deduce it to what men make, their monetary value, and women's physical value? Because a lot of women emphasize their physical value, while a lot of men oftentimes uh, emphasize how women look. That's just and, the reality. And, and that is it. But if you call yourself a quote-unquote relationship guru, shouldn't mm-hmm. you be trying to dig deeper? Shouldn't you be trying to find out some of the, the bigger things, right? Like if a woman says, oh, I'm looking for a man that makes uh, 150K. And she's like, and you're like, why are you looking for that type of man? But I think Kevin Samuels kind of speaks to the dumbed down people. He does. In, in, a basic, in the basic very, very simple-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows that's what they want, money and looks. Right. Money for women, looks for men. And, and, and to be honest, like, <clears throat> Kevin Samuels, that's comedy to me. This, he's comedy. He's a troll. But he, if he is serious, he's a very black and white lame. And, I, and, 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 I mean, just growing up with a Kevin Samuels, like, bro, you not even hanging with me because, first of all, I could tell you gonna be the type of dude to uh man I can't even talk to them girls over there I I, yes. I ain't doing that I got I'm chasing the bag and then when the bag come you still a lame and you still not pulling nothing and it's so many dudes like that so Kevin Samuels he probably is what had that story mm-hmm. you wasn't really getting none mm-hmm. you waited till you got a little bit of money and you start basically terrorizing women because you just like uh yes. y'all didn't date me y'all dated these players and. And All now I'm going to tell y'all about yourself. Yeah, because so he wanted them. For men, too. He was on the Joe Budden podcast today, and I listened intently, and I got very aggravated because <laughs> this idiot of a man made a statement that said, um, you know, too often we see men as, as the bad guys. And then this stupid motherfucker said, men like Tyler Perry glorify women and give tell women stories and represent women in a way that every time you see the man, it's always the prominent man that is the, that is the villain. The man with the money is the villain. And that's how women, women align to Tyler Perry. I ain't gonna lie, that's kind of true. What? That's kind of true. That's kind of fact. First of all, hey, hey, mo- hey, uh, 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 Savior Man in, in Jesus, in Jesus Christ. Let me tell you the something. Choir at the end of the movie. Tyler Perry is not speaking for black women. If anything, black women are tired of Tyler Perry trying to tell our story because he tells it falsely. He tells it so wrong. 
so so wrong and that's why i'm like to me it's just another case of men being in women's business instead of you to worry about men and hold men accountable for how they date you want to sit here and tell women what we are supposed to be looking for what we are supposed to want and why we should stay in our lane about what we want y'all stay in our business what is the even business? even regarding like okay so if the i guess the, if the narrative is that men care about looks well y'all tell a dude if you if if you shorter than five eight, you liberal, but we say we don't like uh certain body types or something like that, and now we're monsters. So it's it's like women stay trying to attack a man for <laughs> relatively anything. Men can't talk. He just can't even talk. Just don't talk, bro. Don't talk. You know what? With men being short. And I, hey, hey, listen. You know what's funny listen. about men being short? Short men get a lot of women. Like, Fat, I think that's oh, the thing. Facts. That's the thing. It's just like when, when I think when women call men short and talk about them being short, it's really because shorter men try to talk to you crazy too. Like, shorter men, like, try to embody, I guess, the big man thing. <laughs> the and, big man thing. And they thing. talk to wow. you, you know, they talk to you with so much big, like, roof in their voice. And yeah. it's like, nigga, we the same height. Relax. That's where that See, really comes well, why from. why height gotta be the reason why Because it's like, you trying to intimidate why me. Why I can't have sense. money? I, mean, I can't. What, hey, you can. And it's like, I you thought y'all like money, but now now I gotta be tall with no, money? No, I think wow. that, like, it's just that, like, sh- short guys be trying so hard to, like, compensate for their short within themselves. Like, I feel like that's something that low-key probably started with men, but we just kind of, like, I ain't poke, gonna lie. poke fun that's at true. it. I mean, when... when when but you women short dudes, you gotta be a beast. I ain't gonna lie. Women in weight is different. Yeah. Cause a lot of women, you know, with, with our weight, it is something that we are like literally like rejected for. Like not even just like romantically, like in all aspects of our life. We That's are nice. thrown, you know what I'm saying? It's like a man is short, that shit probably only affects him with women. And it, and if that, you know, because women are so the way we date is so like, if you can like impress me in some other way, I'm gonna ignore some fallacy of yours. With with women being fat, it comes up in so many things. It comes up in female relationships. It comes up in work. It comes up in, like, life. So that's why it's like, don't call me fat. God damn. But when we call you short, it's like, I'm still going to fuck you. You just short. Like, that's what Sometimes it be. you may not, man. Sometimes that's what it be. you may not. Like, I don't know. Maybe I've just been conditioned to not really even really be all that attracted to a lot of women that are taller than me. Just naturally. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you stay that, away from the stallion. Yeah, I said, oh no, we ain't doing that. <laughs> I've tried before, you know. So that was and cool, and that's my thing too. It's like the way I don't like that the narrative of he tries to get women to stay in the box of like this isn't you can't shoot that shot. But I'm like men shoot shots that they know damn well they should. But not I think shoot. I think it, yeah, and they get treated for that too. Like I man, I don't know how many times I'd have been with a girl and folks see and they like talking to him. like just hating lame. So it's just like, you know, um, he. I mean, Kevin Sam is a hater. So okay. he's a hater. But what I just want to say, it's not that Kevin Samuels is, is the guy to go to. He's just consistent. That's all I'm saying. It's not like I don't think he's he lives to treat women. Mm-hmm. I think he's just a salty dude, and he really just want to treat people in general. That that's how he get his clout. So mm. he treat he talked to certain men. Real crazy. You won't say this to this dude face. Mm-hmm. But you probably wouldn't even say this to this woman face either. For real, for real. Probably actually would say this to this woman face because certain dudes be. Because he hate women. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
Okay, so then the thing is now, um, the question I want to ask is Kevin Samuels, when he talks a lot, I feel like he doesn't speak to what is the reality of millennial dating. You know, I think that a lot of it is that very old school mindset of like, you know, at the end of the day, um, if you want this type of man, you have to know that he is going to be a strong, a type A man. He's going to be an alpha male to a degree. And for a woman to work with the alpha male, you also have to be a, a immediate submissive woman. And I just think that in 2021 and beyond, dating does not work like that. Well, a lot of times, and what kind of frustrates me about this generation is that we don't even adjust to the times. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I mentioned with the domestic, um, wanting to be a, a well, not wanting because they didn't necessarily want to be domestics, right. but they were in the house. Domestic, yeah. Um, it made sense mm-hmm. considering their situations. Um, but now women have all this opportunity and it's not really making sense for the type of man they want. So why in a not? Way, in a way. And that's what I don't understand. Why, as a successful woman... Must that not align with me being able to be with a successful man? What? Like, you know what I mean? Because that, that's how it keeps getting kind of like put out there. That a man of a certain stature is going to expect his woman to, you know, to to submit to him and do shit for him and be subservient. So, like, if a woman is like a, you know, like a Oprah, a Beyonce, mm. a, a Rihanna... It's like, well, you can't have that type of man because he's not going to subscribe to you being the type of woman well, see, you are. I think what frustrates me the most is that are y'all like y'all grandmas and moms? I feel like it's a lot of things that men could ask for back then. Like, I'm telling you, I'd be having conversa- regular conversations with my dad where he'd just be like, bro, I feel sorry for you. And it's going to be even worse <laughs> for your little brother because y'all women don't even respect you. Like, don't even respect you. I think a lot of men don't give us much to respect these days. Facts. And that, and I think that that's, like, the real conversation. Because, like, a, a lot of times it is like, oh, are y'all like y'all grandmas and moms? But it's like, are y'all like y'all daddies for real? Like, you know, and quite frankly, let's be honest. Men have never had a real great standard of, of masculinity in a household. For, to me, I've never really, you know, outside of what, paying the bills? Other yeah. than that, I don't think that it's, like, You've been a like men have had this record of being great husbands yeah. because it's like as you said earlier like yeah you may pay the bills but you cheating on me you beating my ass you bringing other women you terrible to the children you don't mm-hmm. help as a father so it's like am I gonna say just because you make six figures that is the thing so I think now it's just that women we like if money is the is the is the thing that you're gonna use over me to say that you can you can do all this other shit well I have the money but I'm still want a partner so what's up. I completely hear you, but I, I, you know, I, I can't, I can't let, I can't let, I can't, come on, listen. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, men have had a terrible legacy of, you know, showing they don't have the leadership that they mm-hmm. demand, but we've seen, like, a lot of very strong women just go super crazy, mm. so, we, so I feel like we're seeing a decline at this point. We're seeing more degrees, more jobs, mm-hmm. but sometimes the quality, the substance, and I mean, of women, of women, sometimes is 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 it's hugely declining. So like like women, even the way some putting women, themselves on social media, yeah, even the way some women some women respect themselves. Yes, that's true. So it's like I mean, hey, would you rather have some? Well, you know, it's not even that's not even a good comparison, but it's just more so like, hey, some of these men grew up seeing what they women were, right? You know. And she shouldn't even have had to be in that position to be everything, mm-hmm. to be so strong. And I think 
we've been spoiled with that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, like I said, life made sense back then. Like, certain positions made you do certain things. I feel like now that the position is changing for the average black family, we should probably see a difference on how we do things. Right. I'm not asking my wife to cook and clean. All I like cooking and cleaning. I live alone. Mm-hmm. Hey, throw on some D'Angelo. And just get it, get the, and, and yeah. Get, and go crazy. So I don't want my wife to cook and clean every day. Mm-hmm. I, I can cook. So I'm cool on that. So what else? What, what else did the, the woman historically do? Um, take care of the kids? I mean, I love kids. So Yeah, be a father. I don't understand you know? that, that whole concept. Because I just think that, like, a lot of men always try to act like women have a problem submitting. But I think the real mm. issue is, that, like, I don't, like, I don't think women have a, well, let me speak for myself and my counterparts that I know. We don't have problems submitting to men. We have problems submitting to men that don't deserve it. And that's what it is. I think a lot of men just feel like just being a man qualifies them to be the head of the household. Why can't men just speak to the men that we know? Because that's not a that's not a valid that's not ever valid when a man said well, me and my niggas don't beat women. Me and my I mean no, I hear it. I hear it, but I think that like it's a it's a big it's a big percentage. It really is a big percentage of, of men. Cause I feel like the thing is like men lack in holding each other accountable. Men I mean, we talked oh. about this off air a little bit, <laughs> yeah. which you were like, No, I don't do that shit. But I think just in general, a lot of guys don't hold men accountable in the way that they are so quick to hold women accountable. But a shit. lot of women don't hold each other accountable. Really? Women be yes, sis, in every toxic every toxic behavior that woman is gonna do to destroy herself. And we're not even talking about just in the eyes of men, but destroy herself as a woman to the point where she gonna look at herself in five years and not even know who she is. Oh, you think people be other supporting women, the, the body getting done and shit? I mean, it's not even just the BBLs. It's literally just telling her she's right all the time. You mm-hmm. can't do that to anybody. You can't do that to a man. You can't do that to a woman. You need to live it in reality. Yeah, you gotta have you balance. Know? So when you just got people, like, yes, men. A mm-hmm. lot of women have yes men, mm-hmm. you know, and a, and a lot of women have, I mean, I don't know. I guess I've had the same conversation with women where we like, oh, we did tell her to leave him. She just doesn't do it. But exactly. it's the same thing with dudes. Like, it depends. See, there are a lot of immature men and it's a lot of bogus men out here. Mm-hmm. But if you a good dude and your life kind of changing, you're going to start to want the people around you to kind of think the way you do. Right. And... I I have to get on my homies like all the time with various little toxic behaviors that's mm-hmm. just kitty and lame where it's like I don't even really believe in destroying another person like that, whether yeah. it's a man or a woman. So I, I hold my uh, female friends accountable and my male friends accountable. But just I just feel like I hear that a lot. And obviously certain dudes got friends that don't they don't take care of their kids, mm-hmm. still with the homies. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we can see that. Um but there are a lot of men that just say, like, hey, bro, you need to go back to school, go back to work, stop stop cheating, leave her. You know what I'm saying? Stop leading her on. So then, because we, we did spend a lot of time talking about this high-valued man, what would, what would you consider a high-value woman? Oh. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's funny? The bar sets so low for women. What? I, to, what? No. <laughs> I was just talking to a woman about this, like – Two hours ago, like, um, she already said, all I got to do is be normal. All I got to do is not trip. Give a little coochie, not trip. 
do you know? Do you realize how quickly a man will fall in love with you if you if you're not argumentative, Ooh. if you fake listen to what he's saying, if you um, <laughs> hold the man, give him a hug, and give him some coochie? That that's damn not all. What what all dudes looking for these days? It's 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 the the the. So oh, that this that's man. the type of woman. She just don't say shit. She just you know cook clean and throw him some. That's the type of woman that the game was talking about. That he just you know she deserve it all. Yeah, simple. That's simple the high man, value. That's all they gonna want. It's a woman that. But that's I mean that sounds pretty lit to me. I ain't gonna lie because it's so rare. <laughs> really? There's a lot of weirdos out here. Like a lot of real weirdos. Like. Mm-hmm. The women that get offended over everything. I mean, I'm, I know a lot of women experience trauma, but we're not trying to hear that all, all day. Damn. We like being happy over here. You know what's so, hilarious? What? I was just arguing with this dude about something he said, and he was like, you keep saying I disrespected you. It's like even disrespectful. And I was like, nigga, well, I feel like that was disrespectful. <laughs> you don't have to slap me or call me a bitch right. directly for the shit to become disrespectful. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like that's what guys be thinking when they be like, oh. No. Nah. No, nah, because sometimes we're not even talking about disrespect that you feel we did. Mm-hmm. It's just you talking about your day, and we actually <laughs> listening, and we like, mm, kind of didn't take all that. You kind of was wrong in a situation. Maybe she just didn't answer her phone, <laughs> you know, and not everything's personal. And I feel like when I got to compete with five relationships ago, uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of, some things, man, a lot of women, but man. not men holding on to heartbreak from 17 years old oh, and hey, still being I'm savages. holding on to heartbreak from, man, I'm holding on to heartbreak from sixth grade. You want to know what's some funny shit? I was on Clubhouse and I ended up being in a room with my ex. Just Ooh. randomly. We end up being in the room. And the, the name of the room too was like trouble committing or some shit. So he and them. And mind you, in our relationship, we was together for, like, a good, like, 10 years, on and off and shit. Yeah, it was, like, a high school thing. We was together from, like, high school onward, on and off for, like, mad long. I love those. And we in there, and he talking about, yeah, you know, I was cheated on when I was 16, and I feel like that just destroyed my outlook on love and relationships. Mind you, I'm sitting here thinking, like, this nigga was with me for 10 years, and he in this goddamn room. Talking about he was destroyed <laughs> for a relationship that happened before we even got before we even met each other. And like I had to literally get all of that. Like all the cheating, all the dog shit, all the everything was because he was cheated on at sixteen. Yeah, so it's so it's almost like until he went to therapy or talked about it, nothing you would have did would have been enough anyway. Nothing. But I mean And there's so many men like that though. And it is, but if you it's so many women like that. I, Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. See, I, I, the reason why, man, I, I love this girl because she's so real. And, and we can have conversations and, and, and we going to hold it down for our peoples. We really But are. sometimes we got to tell the truth. Now, she touched, did she just act like she didn't know that women struggle with tra- getting over trauma? Okay, it be bag huh? ladies. It do be it, bag it's ladies. It's a lot of bag ladies. It's a lot of bag ladies. Six out of ten. Come on now. Six four out, out of ten. ten. Four, four out of ten. Four. Eight. I tried to be nice. <laughs> eight. I, you know, I think that this, the, the moral of the story here is that I don't think any of these little social media gurus should be giving advice because Three. from Derek Jackson to Kevin Samuels, all these uh-huh. niggas is wrong. Derek Jackson, oh my God. Derek Jackson is wrong. I can't stand Derek Jackson either because maybe when I was hurt and heartbroken, I loved him. 
But when I came into the light and I realized that love is okay, I said, this nigga is pandering. I don't, it's not this um, deep. Support, uh, not support women, but uh, what, what, what was the saying? Um, uh, black women are the future. Oh, <laughs> he's leading that campaign. The, 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 man, he's the guy in the t-shirt. You see me? Black women are the future. You see me with a black woman? It's the future campaign. It's because I'm so inspired by the black women I know, and and man, go crazy. You see him? Oh, he looking for somebody to cheat on his wife with. Oh my <laughs> so god! That's all I'm saying. That is crazy. So we are in agreement, though. In the the question is Kevin Samuels a troll? Um, but see, that's the thing. I think. <laughs> You have to be a troll in some way, shape, or form to even to get to break through on to break media. through a lot of times. Um, so, but I do think he needs to like maybe get a mil- tone it down, get some more diverse women, so that I don't feel like he's just disrespecting black women because that's what it just becomes. It's like, gee, if this was like a white woman or Hispanic woman, would you have the exact same conversation? He does does he really? He did, I, don't be, I always be seeing like it be black women getting talked to like this. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think. Uh, I mean, kept he a black man that's giving advice. True. So, so the majority of his people going to be black, but. It's just the look, two of us. Even sometimes where it is a clown, sometimes it's gems in there. It's lessons to be learned. True. I so, mean, he says that people say they saved his marriage. I'm like, anybody that think you saved their marriage was a clown to begin with. Yeah, facts. That's just um, me. He can't say shit around here. Yeah, no. Nah. Not from not from a conversation with. A, a podcast guy Exactly But uh, maybe Sometimes people just really need to hear it out loud <laughs> You know So you guys We are going to now go to our next segment Our care for the culture So our care for the culture this week Is actually my other favorite clown on social media Meek Mill you know, Meek Mill is a grade A clown. You know I'm a barb, so I have my feelings about Who's him. Um, but he actually did something positive for once. Meek Mill and Michael Rubin got together with other organizations to help change probation laws in Virginia. Um, as we all know, Meek is a, a known felon who was on probation for the longest and really struggled with it, you know, violated it, had to go back to prison and all of that. So what they're doing is Justice Forward for Virginia to help fight and mass supervision and prison time for technical violations. Um, so basically what it's going to do is going to significantly decrease the state's probation population, positively increase recidivism, um, remove wasteful spending, and help supervision become more effective and efficient. Um, if anybody has ever known anybody who went to jail and had to come out on probation, it, it's like just being on the jail outside. A lot of it is very restrictive. You have the same um curfews you got to be in the house by a certain time mm-hmm. people coming to check on you all the time you can't drink you can't smoke you can't be around your other friends yeah, that might have felons too. other felons and stuff and and all of those things just like your lifestyle because i don't understand how they imagine these people come out of jail and prison and don't have the lifestyle that they left when they went right. in there i never thought about you that know thing. what i mean like do you think that they just gonna come home and mr rogers is there and claire <laughs> huxtable and they cleaning the house for them like I'm sure the niggas that just didn't get caught are outside waiting for them. So, you know, I think that there has to be a little bit of grace and and a little bit more transitions given to um, our brothers and sisters that come out of the prison because that's a lot. To be put in bondage, you know, and come out and just be expected to be like a thriving member of society is unrealistic. It really is unrealistic. So that that is great that he's using his prison story to do something. 
Yeah, I actually wrote an article about him doing this in another state. I can't remember mm. which one it was, but that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I love black men doing this specifically mm-hmm. because I feel like it's not a lot of, um, I mean, it's a lot of OG talks depending on where you're from. Right. But the problem with the OG and the young person nowadays is that you just talking. Right. You know, and you're not making anything better for us. And you're probably the reason why it's this bad. Mm-hmm. So this is an example of, I guess Meek Mill would be an OG now. Kind of transitioning OG. Yeah, yeah transitioning OG. And you saw your situation was messed up. So you reach back and you try to make it better for other people. Often we don't do that. Like, yeah. it's not just black men, but it's even just like my experience of living in the hood, like soon as somebody make it out, the traumas of the hood scare them so much that they move Just leave and never to the come burbs back. or another city and never come back. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I always said, like if I get on or, or just if I'm decent, like mentoring is my, well, I'm already mentoring, but yeah. that's my goal. When you get on, manifest yeah. that and speak sure. that with affirmative. Did when I say if? Did I say you if? You did say if. Ooh. When you are in a when. place to be able to give back, you will. And that's what it is. So we do want to salute him for that, even though he sure. don't know what a PH is. Lord have mercy. He does. Sounds like an excuse. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, boy, come on. But you know what? Shout out to Meek Mill for doing that. Um, oh, let, me, let me give him a quick round of applause. All right. And I am going to end the show with a... Quick word. I forgot to get a quote, so I'm going to do a quick word. The word of the day is self-worth, okay? Um, Ladies, do not let anybody on social media determine your self-worth. And gentlemen, do not let anybody determine your self-worth. You are more than money, and you are more than looks. You are somebody inside. And everybody out there, there is somebody for everybody, and y'all just need to know that... You know, if you are the right person, the right person will love you regardless. Facts. Shout out your social media so everybody can follow you and find out more truth. Because you was giving it to the people today. They want to know what you talk about. <laughs> I'm like, um, IG, uh, L under, well, L-E-L underscore Olmec, like the South American statues um, <laughs> that have African, you know. Study study the Omex. We gonna uh, tag them still. Omex O L M E C, Twitter, uh, Chief Germ. And you guys know I am at damn I'm fine at D A M underscore I'm fine. Follow Cross Cultured at Cross X Cultured on Instagram and Cross X Cultured podcast on Twitter. And shout out to our girl Erica Mona. Always follow her. Send her loves and kisses as she is baking. And doing mommy things. We love you, girl. Follow her at Erica Mona. That is E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. It's been another amazing episode. We thank you so much for joining us here on Cross Culture and Dropping the Gems. This is another good one. It's been going super great. And you all know what it is. It is Cross Cultured. I need your love, you know, go, 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 go,
She tell me when you leave, come back. She said nobody make a move like that. She said she wanted from the night to the morning. I'm more do you face down when I push down back. Say I they give you what you need and you know it. Ain't nobody touch like that. She said nobody give her loving like that. She said she want me tonight, that's fine. She said yes to me. She told me said she no go lie to me. She told me said she no go try cause me you. She told me said she no go try cause me you. Nobody does you how Say the money they my mind But my love for you fast this life for oh, whoa, whoa. Why not too much?